Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Coleman down the line trying to bother the pitcher. Okendo has to guard the plate. Here it comes. Swing and a line drive. Base hit. And that's a winner. Jose did it with a two-strike count. Jose did it. The pitcher made a mistake. Got that ball up. And Okendo sends 41,000 people home happy. And today he is going into the Cardinals Hall of Fame along with Max Lanier. Joining us now is Tom Ackerman from the new bold BMW Toyota Sports Desk. Good morning, Tom. It should be exciting. Good morning, Scott. So tell us about this uh, ceremony coming up at 10 o'clock. We're carrying it live. What can we expect? Chip Carey will MC. Jose Okendo will go in, as will Max Lanier, who pitched for the Cardinals in the 40s and won two world championships in 42 and over the St. Louis Browns in 44. And Lanier was the ERA champion in 43 and a two-time All-Star, big part of the Cardinals' success in those days. The Stan Musial-led Cardinals in those younger years and Musial and you know Slaughter on the team and the Cardinals will honor both of those today. Okendo, certainly a huge part of what the Cardinals do to this day, continues to work down in Jupiter as an instructor. He is credited with developing many players, including Albert Pujols, the greatest hitter of his generation, is actually a gold glover. And a lot of that has to do with Okendo and what he was able to do to transform Pujols into an outstanding first baseman. Well, let's talk about the team as it is now. Mason Wynn coming up. Everybody's talking about him. What is his specialty? What is it about him that makes him look like a great prospect? He's a great energy guy, first of all, and that's a big part of his game is providing speed and also just the ability to make things happen on the base path. So once he gets on the bases, he can really fly. He'll probably be one of the more exciting players in a Cardinal uniform for years to come. He's going to wear number zero, which to him was as close as he could get to Ozzie Smith. And <laughs> he plays shortstop, and he plays it with a flair. Uh, he can make great plays in the field. He's fun to watch. He'll make the routine plays, but there will be some plays that you'll say, wow, uh, from Mason Wynn. Now, that goes back to his ability at the plate. What kind of a hitter is he? He actually can hit for power. Uh, he has very good power. Jordan Walker told us about that last year in the winter warm-up. He, when KMOX sat him down, he said, I'm going to tell you right now, Mason Wynn has power, and they are very good friends. Uh, when Walker made the team out of spring training, Mason was very excited for him, 
And obviously with the Cardinals having multiple middle infielders, they didn't have a spot for Wynn just yet, but they wanted him to play every day and develop down in Memphis as a, a very solid hitter. And he actually changed his approach, his swing, his stance a little bit and became one of the better hitters in all of minor league baseball. So to add to the energy part of it, and when you watch a player like Ellie De La Cruz of the Reds, who can run all around the bases and create excitement, the Cardinals' version of that will be Win. They're two different players, Cruz, big and tall. Win is uh, shorter, quick, uh, but they both provide the same thing, fun, a little swagger, and the Cardinals are excited to have Mason Win as part of their organization. He is their number one prospect. And when you think about him and Jordan Walker and Arenado and Newt Barr, and, you know, they're a nice young nucleus on the hitting side and fielding side. It's just the pitching. I mean, 13-2 to two last night. So in terms of the pitching, what can we expect the rest of this season looking toward next year? How do you fix it? Well, I'm, not, I'm looking at next season. I mean, the rest of this season, you can see what you have. But if I'm the Cardinals, I'm going out and getting three pitchers. Mm -hmm. I'm not relying on anything internal to fill this rotation. I mean, Matthew Libertor has to show that he can be consistent each time out to be part of a rotation that's going to win the World Series. That should be the goal if you're the Cardinals looking at 24. They could still win it in 24 with this kind of offense. Nolan Gorman, Lars Newtbar, Jordan Walker, Mason Wynn, a young core they could build around Dylan Carlson. Uh, these are good hitters, and not to mention the veterans that you have, Arenado, Goldschmidt, Contreras. Now, these are players that can hit. Uh, so the offense should not be a problem. It's the pitching, and they have to add three starters. And actually, they need to have six, seven, eight starters ready to go because Steven Matz has a lat strain. That's going to keep him out basically for this year and then have him be ready to go in spring training. You know, you're kind of going down the road again of – okay, we have two starters, Michaelis and Mats, but do we have enough in case something were to happen? Last year, they went in and they gambled that Adam Wainwright would be okay and that other pitchers would be okay, and as it turns out, it wasn't okay. You know, you had injuries, you had uh, performances that weren't up to speed. You're going to have to go out, and this should be a, a transformative offseason for the Cardinals where they go find three starters. They can acquire those via free agency, via trade. And one thing that John Moselock has done very well is he's identified players that teams weren't necessarily able to keep, and he swung trades for them because the Cardinals had the resources to pay their salaries and give them extensions. Their names are Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado. And actually, in Arenado's case, he somehow was able to get $51 million from the Rockies as well. So... If, if you're the Cardinals, you want to try to find one of those deals, but you definitely are going to have to pony up and spend cash in free agency for a big-name starter. And fortunately for them, this is an offseason where there will be a number of starters available via free agency. So it's going to be a combination of both, but I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that three starters outside of the organization have to be acquired. And I'm not talking about maybes. These are three major league pitchers who have proven ability to go six or seven innings. Preferably, you nab one that can be your ace and your clear number one. 
and then fill in with some twos and threes and fours and have a rotation that you can send out and not worry about anymore. Well, at the beginning of this season for City SC, an expansion franchise, you could have said, well, in August, you know, be playing out the string to look forward to next year. Um, but not, no, not the case. This team is vying for a championship at the top of the table in the Western Conference. They resume the regular season tonight. I saw that Klaus is practicing. What's his status? Well, we'll ask Lutz about it. I mean, it'd be great if he could play, but his status is that he's practicing. And, and the fact that Klaus is doing that is a huge step forward from his quad injury. So he'll be ready soon. I mean, he's going to be playing for this team soon enough. The team has been great without him. Uh, they're even better with him. Obviously, they can score and score quickly. And they play an aggressive pressing style. And if you're not ready for it, you're going to lose. And that, that's the, the, been the great thing about this City team. This will be a huge test for them now. They have 11 games left, but it's a restart of the MLS season, and teams are going to – they're not uh, you know off the radar anymore. I mean, everybody knows now, and they've had now more weeks to prepare during this break for City and what they do. So if they're going to go out and try to win a championship, they're going to have some tough competition to get through. I'm not saying they can't do it. They've had a lot of fun, and it's been awesome to watch. If they're going to keep it going, they have to play with the same – actually more – uh, of the same aggressiveness, and I don't think there's any doubting their confidence that they can do it. They have one of the best goaltenders goal in, you know, in the league, in Roman Berkey. They have great defense, uh, but their style is that they're going to press you and score, and they have multiple ways to do that. I think the other thing that really works in their favor is that they've been forced to play a number of different players and so that collective group has grown in confidence that they have the depth to get it done. You can just sort of plug in players and make it happen, and everybody knows how to play this style. So it's very exciting. I think tonight will be incredible to have an 8.30 game on a Sunday night at City Park. That place rocks. The fans have been waiting a long time. They'll probably be out. They're probably getting ready to head out right now to start getting ready for that game. So <laughs> downtown should be fun tonight. Absolutely. It should be a thrilling finish to the season. Uh, briefly, Tom, on sports on a Sunday morning, I know you have the ceremony coming up. What else? Then we'll have Ollie Marmalutes, Fan and Steel, John Mosellock, and Joseph Newgarden as IndyCar is one week away from running at Worldwide Technology Raceway. We will highlight the IndyCar race, and the best driver out there is going to join us with an interview at 1145. I'm guessing you'll be at the race. <laughs> I will be at the race. All right. There's no question about that. Yes, sir. <laughs> right. Tom Ackerman, thanks so much. Thank you. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.